some new music. Welcome everybody to another episode of Musician Today podcast. And as you know, I love to bring our awesome artists back to the show. So today we have a very special treat. We have Sarah Turnus, the pink violinist, back on our show with an amazing single. So if you'd like to read a full bio, we did cover that in a previous episode, part one, which I linked below in the description. So go ahead, check that out. She's got a quite an impressive rep. <laughs> so if I read that again, being sick at all, I'm probably going to choke. <laughs> <laughs> so, our today's guest, in short, is not only a hopping violinist, she has performed with acts including the Chainsmokers, the Jonas Brothers, the Seagala, and has opened for Steve Aoki, Diana Ross, Neo, Florida, Jennifer Hudson, and others, and toured with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So, wow. Welcome, Sarah. How are you doing today? Yeah. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you? I'm um, just thank you. Perfect. In the holiday spirit, sort of. <laughs> I know it's a crazy time, eh? So, <laughs> so you guys, before we go on, you can find Sarah as always on her website, sarahcharnas.com, at YouTube on Sarah Charnas, on Instagram at Sarah Pink Violin, and on Facebook at Sarah Charnas. You can find her among the wood violin artists as Sarah. Charnas and on Twitter as Sarah Charnas. So today we're very, very happy to present to you one of her awesome new singles and a video that I just can't wait to hear about how it was created. <laughs> okay, so Sarah, welcome back to the show. We're so excited to hear Thank your you single. So Thank you for sharing that with us. We're just like so excited. I have had this song in my head for the past two months and I could not kick it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's catchy, so it's much. showy, it's amazing. It's totally, I think it just sums up everything you do so perfectly. So what can you tell us in introduction to the single, as in how did this idea come to be? So originally, you know, I wanted to make a song or produce a song that really was going to feature the violin in, in a very prominent way. A lot of the previous work that I had done really sat more in the EDM genre and a little bit less in the crossover. And so we really, because the EDM genre, you have to be so careful not to be overcomplicated in your melodies. Yes. Um, everything is very, very simple. So because we were trying to honor the dance music genre, we kept the violin in my previous tracks very simple, very simplistic, nothing crazy complicated, because we wanted it to sort of fit within the dance genre. For this track, I said, no, screw it. I want to do something that really features the violin in a prominent way. What do I love to play? Mm -hmm. I love Vivaldi. I love Bach. Um, you know, I was classically trained, so that's all. That entire, you know, that entire genre is extremely important to me. So I decided, okay, let's take a play on Vivaldi. What do I like? Well, I love the Four Seasons. I love winter. What can I do with this to kind of bring it into a more modern um, sphere? Mm -hmm. And so we're playing around with the just the main melody that you hear in the drop of the song. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to obviously play the whole winter. I wasn't. I wanted to kind of make it my own as well. Yes. And so we took just that main melody that you hear. We just sort of did it once high up, not even in the same key that that winter is in. Um, and then we sort of I played it again sort of a, you know, a third down or a fourth down, whatever it is. Um, and that sort of became the chorus. And then everything else was just my composition. Um, so that's sort of where the song kind of came from. 
That's amazing. I love that. I, and my favorite part is that kind of, um, I don't know if it's a voice or it's a special instrument where you're on the floor mm-hmm. and it's like, feels like singing, somebody's singing. I it's actually that. just a special effect. Yeah. I don't think there's any vocals <laughs> on the track. It's probably just an effect of some sort. That's amazing. I love it. Well, why don't we have a listen to it, you guys, right? We've been talking about it and now we get to hear it. <laughs> Sounds good. Wow, amazing. I love it so much. Thank you.
<laughs> so um, other than the, um, the audio, I wonder what it took to make this video happen. You have dancers in there. You do a bit of dancing yourself. And if I know correctly, well. you were, <laughs> if I know correctly, you were a ballerina as well, right? Yes. Yes, I come from a dance background. Um, so I did ballet actually quite seriously um, and all the way through high school. Um, and then obviously I, I, you know, I had to make a decision about what I was going to do. And I wasn't at the level in dance to take it anywhere near professionally. So I, you know, obviously decided to go with music. That was going to be a better fit for me. And it's what I wanted. Um, but, um, but I do come from a dance background. So it was really important to me in this track um, to feature dancing. I was inspired to, with the, you know, these beautiful dancers, um, I wanted to do something, you know, it was a little bit more avant-garde, not necessarily anything contemporary or not anything too hip hop or anything, you know, that you would see in a typical music video. Um, I wanted it to be a little bit more um, sort of just avant-garde in the way that it was shot, in the way that it was filmed. But, you know, the clips, the way it's shot, it's very, very quick. Every All the shots are quick. So it's not like it's a full dance routine that you're seeing or anything. It's just sort of these snippets of movement that I thought brought the track to life. That's amazing. I love that. And that's exactly what I like about it is that it's not what you expect to hear when you hear this music. It's not what you expect to see. Instead, it's kind of like got the elements of everything, ballet and avant-garde. So that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what I wanted. I just wanted it to be something that was a little bit different and off the beaten path. Nice. So how long did it take to produce the video? Okay, so <laughs> we shot the entire thing in, I don't know, probably eight hours. It was short. I mean, yeah. that's really quite short for video. So we shot the whole thing in eight hours. Mm -hmm. Cutting it and editing it was really difficult. Yeah. Um, that took many weeks. <laughs> um, you know, one of the hardest things is just making sure, you know, that the, every shot because the takes are so quick, everything is just cut so quickly that the bow lined up in every single thing, mm -hmm. that you know, the bow and the fingers and everything had to, to line up. Yes. And that took a really long time to do because you know when you're doing very, very quick um, quick cuts, yeah. you really have to be careful about that. Oh, yeah. um, it's hard for, you know, it's, it's just, you just have to be careful. And there's so many little things that we had to keep in mind. So the editing really did take some time. But the video itself, we shot pretty quickly. Nice. I can relate to that. I'm producing some videos too and cutting and editing is, it's the worst part. <laughs> it's the worst part for yeah. everybody. So it takes the most time to do and that goes for anything across the board. <laughs> nice. So were you involved through the whole process or do you have a director? Do you direct your own videos? How does that work? So yeah, I came up with the concept myself. Um, I worked with a friend on costuming. Um, my friend Hazili, who is a designer, did the costuming for it. Um, but the entire concept was really just something that I had in my head. I thought it would be cool to have you know dancers on chairs. I didn't really know going into it exactly. You know, we were shot in this really cool location. It's called the Art Factory in Patterson, which nice. if you haven't checked it out, you really should. Um, and I didn't know what room we were going to necessarily use to shoot in. I sort of left it up to my friend Rich from when I photography to kind of take the lead and figure out where the light was going to be the best, where we were going to get the most dramatic shots. And he kind of like led the way on that. Um, it was sort of just my concept was sort of intertwining the dancers and myself. That was more 
from me and also from the dancers themselves. They were very, very helpful in trying to figure out what was going to look the best. Nice. I love that. Well, it came out beautifully. Thank <laughs> so, you. Thank you so much. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> and is this a beginning of like a bigger project? Do you plan to release more stuff like that? or? I do. You know, this was such a labor of love. Um, as anybody knows, doing something like this is not, uh, it's, it's not without great cost. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it was really a labor of love. I don't, believe in you know having people work for me for free it's just not yeah. the way I do it so yeah. it's just I don't do that so you know for me I it's important to, to pay the people that you're working with so it was a labor of love both um you know just in cost as well so I think you know I have to figure out a way as do all artists to sort of fund their projects mm-hmm. um you know I know there are a lot of online ways to do so mm-hmm. so I just haven't found the thing that sort of works for me the best but um, I would love to keep going with this. Um, if, you know, if I can afford to keep doing it, I will. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's easy to create music at limited cost. It's a lot harder to make a video like that because um, everything is just pricey. Yes. But um, especially if you're not shooting, you know, outside. Outside is great. It's a great place <laughs> to shoot. But we, we didn't do that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think it, I want to keep doing it. I don't have anything immediately in mind, but my goal is to keep to keep going that's amazing very good so um with the budgeting of the whole thing do you have any advice to a musician who's doing videos and wants to do something like that like do you have any sort of tips for the budget yeah i mean i would say you know the the most important thing in for me was to sort of outline a budget that I had, not try to sort of see what things were gonna cost and then do it, but say, okay, this is how much money I have to work with. What can I do within this mm-hmm. budget? Mm-hmm. Um, it's much easier to start that way. If you just try to go in without a really <laughs> clear budget in mind, um, it can get really out of control. So yes. I went in with a very clear budget. I knew that this is X amount of money that I had spent to, to make that happen. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you know, my friend, my friend who was the videographer helped me out a lot. But, so, you know, working with friends is obviously very, very helpful in mm-hmm. keeping your costs down. If you have a friend that does something that can do something at a lesser cost than hiring somebody that you don't know, that's always a great way to go. Um, so, and then try to, you know, work within your local community. This one yes. venue that I worked with, the Art Factory in Patterson, was actually amazing. It was $100 for the day to shoot there. Wow. Um, we just had to be open about where we were shooting and, like, essentially what we were doing. Uh, we had to be open about the space that we were going to use. They kind of say, for 100 bucks a day, you can uh-huh. go in and use whatever's available. Otherwise, you have to pay full price. But yeah. if you're willing to do that and you're kind of willing to be open and work within you know be flexible to work within the parameters that you have that always helps on budget i think yeah it does excellent (laughs) thank you so when you were creating like i know there's no full choreography but as you said the dancers were really helpful so was somebody kind of directing you or were you doing this yourself or it was kind of like Um, a collaborative one of the dancers kind of took charge of everybody else and had come up with a routine yeah and there was you know in some ways there was that choreography i wouldn't say it was (laughs) anything super complicated it was i guess there were little things that they were doing together spinning around in circles using the chairs so a little bit you know a little bit of choreography there Mm -hmm. um 
And she was kind of leading the way. You know, we, we came in that day. We really didn't know each other very well. And so we came in that day, and I said, okay, take whatever it is that you guys were doing because it looks great, and just stick me in there and try to make it work. <laughs> and let's see what we can come up with. Um, and we just did a few takes, and honestly, we just kind of dove in and did it, which is not what you were supposed to do. I have no idea. <laughs> I'd never done this before, so I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but we're going to just try to make something look cool. Yeah. Um, essentially, why having such also very, very quick takes helps a lot, or not takes, I'm using the wrong word here, very quick cuts yeah. um, helps a lot because it sort of masks any areas that we weren't quite together or where I didn't know what I'm doing. It was like, okay, cut <laughs> something else. Great. Amazing. Okay. Um, so that helped a lot. You know, just the style that we shot in was very helpful. If it had been all wide shots, 30 seconds long, it, you would not have been very impressed with me, let me tell you. It wouldn't have looked so great. Um, so I think working within the styles or working within a style um, of videography that suits you as a player is really helpful. If you're, you know, trying to create a video and it's classical and you want all the focus on your fingers or all the focus on your bow, you probably don't want to take super fast cuts when yeah. you're creating a video. But yes. so it's really just about working within the style that you're comfortable in. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. Well, I'm asking because I'm about to shoot a choreography video with dancers in the summer. So this really Amazing. helps. Thank you. <laughs> so um, before we switch to our next topic, um, Sarah, what would be your advice to someone who's creating and releasing a single and uh, you know, directing a video all together from beginning to an end, what would be kind of the biggest thing you've learned in this process that you would tell a younger artist to kind of keep in mind? Oh, gosh, I mean, I feel like I'm still learning. I don't know if I'm necessarily <laughs> the one to give advice. I'm still learning myself. Um, you know, just keep a very clear idea in your head of what the end goal is. What, what are you trying to accomplish? what's going to keep you happy as opposed to what's going to necessarily sell on, let's say, YouTube or Instagram. So for example, this is actually a perfect example. We shot this video and it was very, very dark and I wanted it that way. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be sort of dark and sort of, you know, not, not super bright colors. I really I love that. want that. Now, that doesn't do well on Instagram, just FYI. <laughs> it, it's immediately going to do poorly on Instagram or yeah. social media because Instagram, you know, prefers bright colors, bright close-up shots, yeah. anything that's sort of brightly lit <laughs> does better on social media. Yep. I really didn't care. I wasn't producing this art project for social media. I was producing it for myself and yes. for my creativity and my art. So keeping true to yourself. You now, if you're producing a video where you want to immediately have a million plays on, let's say, YouTube or Instagram, then that's, you know, your goal should sort of be in line with what you're doing and yeah. what your, if that kind of makes sense. Um, for me, that really wasn't my goal. I was just trying to do something that was a creative outlet and that, that was true to, to, to the concept and the ideas that I had. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, I completely agree. So it's true. It's important to stay true to you. Right? Yeah, and again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make a video that is going to immediately do amazing on Instagram and YouTube. If that's your goal, great. Maybe the next video I shoot, I mean, oh, it's what I want to do. So I'll shoot it in a way that, that is in line with that. Right. Um, but for this project, that really was not my goal. 
amazing well i love it because it's exactly in the style that i love dark and kind of yeah a little creepy and really beautiful yeah. too i love that <laughs> which is what we wanted for this but again not perfect for everyone <laughs> Well, I think it's also important to kind of keep in mind what you want to do in the long run, right? So if you're doing yeah. something just to get social media attention, um, then you'll have to probably keep releasing stuff like that because people would expect yeah. it, right? But if you're doing something for Absolutely. you, yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, and for me, you know, this is not this was not a quick cover that I can like immediately replicate. I mean, this really took a long time, a lot yeah. of thought, a lot of. Um, you know, just uh, just a lot of time and energy went into this. So it's not something that I'm going to say, I'm going to immediately have another video that is going <laughs> to be just like this, you know, a month yeah. down the road. It's just not going to happen um, for me because this took so much time and energy and, yes. you know, just a lot of, well, a lot went into it. So I think it's important to realize, you know, from an artist perspective, for an audience member to realize from an artist perspective, how much work it takes mm -hmm. to produce something like that. And for an artist that's very well funded or very well um, established already, you know, they have a lot of people that make sure that these videos can turn out really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, but if you're an independent artist like me, you really don't have those kinds of resources. So it's just important to recognize that these projects are really, well, I hope to do another one. They're not a dime a dozen. Yeah, amazing. Well, we hope you do another one because I'd love to see you continuation. Awesome. Well, Sierra, we're so happy to have you back. And as it, I know you, 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 so much. <laughs> you probably can't see it on your end, but I would like to gift you my newly released Iron Fiddle Saga album. It's signed by me and my producer. And I'll oh, be happy to you. ship it to you. So, you know, once we're done with the episode, I'm going to ask you where I can ship that. <laughs> Yes, of course. Thank you so much. That's so generous of you. And I would really like to hear your feedback on this. So it's kind of, you know. Absolutely. Part of it was inspired by you because the last few videos we created, I already, I've already been familiar with your work. <laughs> and Thank you so much. We'll be making more. So, yeah, I hope you stay tuned for that too. Uh, meanwhile, guys, we had Sierra Tarnas today, the pink violinist who released her awesome new video and single, Cry Rhythmic. And you can hear that on her YouTube. Follow the description below and check out her video. Check out, download her song as well. And as always, you can find Sierra on YouTube at Sierra Tarnas, on her website at sierratarnas.com, on Instagram at Sierra Pink Violin. Facebook, Sierra Turnus, and among the wood violin artists as well. So go ahead, enjoy. She's amazing, and we really hope to hear from you soon. So possibly have you back Thank on you this so show much. with your next production. Will be really amazing. All right. So happy holidays and happy holidays. Thank you, and a great so start much. to 2020. So weird to say 2020 is our year. I know. Right? <laughs> really. So yeah. So we'll we'll hear from you soon. And stay tuned, That's guys. Great. Thank you. Have all a great right. day. Bye, Bye. That's all, folks. If you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at irabermenka.com forward slash music. See you next time. Bye.